Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Holy Flick Podcast. Um, here today, I have with me, as almost always, my friend, cohort, co-founder. I, mean, I give him every title possible because he deserves it. Chase Coble. What's up? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm just waking up. I was about to tell you, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning edition. <laughs> this is a rare thing. Morning um, edition. It's usually late at night or late in the afternoon, but we got the early edition. This is the, the coffee break edition. Coffee break. Um, I just don't have any coffee. And neither do I. I don't drink coffee, actually. I mean, unless it's like really girly and flavorful and sugary. But um, Well, thank God I found yesterday's water. Maybe I can. <laughs> as long as it's not hot. Anyways, um, I think um, today we have, I only have really two big topics, I guess, because they both happened yesterday. Uh, I say big, one is absolutely uh, one of the biggest topics of recent, I mean, memory, basically all year. Um, and the other one, I'm, I'm okay about. Let's start off with the small one, Matrix 4. <laughs> what uh, do you, have you seen Matrix 2 and 3? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I watched, uh, actually watched Matrix 1, 2, and 3 back-to-back while I was in high school. Uh, snowed in at uh, co-founder Paul Patrick's house. <laughs> Y'all uh, watch it together? I was trapped there, and we just happened to, we watched all the Matrix movies. So, gotcha. I've, I've still only seen the first one. I have not seen two or three, I guess, just because... Um, it's almost like I've never seen Godfather 3. It's just I hear so much people talk about disappointment or whatever, and I guess I've just never given it the, the time. Um, uh, now that Matrix 4 has been announced with Keanu Reeves returning and uh, the directors returning, um, I guess I might I might give them a chance in the future if they're on streaming. I'm not going to go out of my way to buy. Uh, what is it? Reloaded? and um, Revolution. Revolution. Gotcha. Um, New Year's resolution. So yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's. Uh, I saw somebody say Matrix Four regrouping. <laughs> Pretty much. That's a, uh, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's not. I guess huge. I mean it's sort of exciting. Matrix One to me is one of the. I mean especially for its time, one of the greatest action uh, movies. I think period. my issue, my issue is uh, I, I don't. If you ask me what happened, I, I kind of know the premise of it. It's been so long since I've seen it, and I don't remember. There's a blue pill, there's a red pill. Yeah, I don't remember enjoying it that much. I'm sure now, I'm sure if I went back and watched it, I might care a little more and pay a little bit more attention. But, uh, you know, as far as I don't know, I think it ended on a like, this is over type of note, not. Not like we're going to have a fourth movie, so I'm interested to see what yeah. they'll do. Yeah, maybe they broke the Matrix, and then the Matrix even has a Matrix. I don't, I don't know. Um, I assumed, even without seeing it, I thought last night I was wondering if it ended like on a, like everything is is at peace now sort of note. Um, and like I said, without seeing it, I couldn't have known. But um, I know I'm not the most nuanced on the, the Matrix. But now we'll get on to uh, the, the big news, the big news, uh, which we can talk about for now to the end of the year. I don't year. want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> okay, well, that'll be all for today. Um, thank you guys for joining. 
Chase, Chase is leaving us. Uh, Disney versus Sony. The the <laughs> Spider Man is is he leaving the MCU? Um, he's. Uh, it sounded like Disney's definitely not gonna have any stake in like the Spider Man three or Spider Man four, whatever homes those will be. Broken homes, uh, split homes. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock um, Holmes. Um, but uh, Sony's about whether Spider Man is actually leaving the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um. I don't think they want to go that far yet or start all that stir, I guess. They don't want to confirm. They don't want to confirm it. But um, it's sounding like as of right now, he may not be in the MCU in the future. Uh, how, do you even see it working with like Tom Holland? I mean, basically his his two solo movies so far in the first one, Iron Man, is a huge uh, plays a huge role in it. And the second one, it's like coming straight off of Endgame, and Iron Man still plays a big role in it. But even just like uh, the larger MCU as a whole, um, they, I know they don't really do the multiple uh, uh, infinite universes or whatever, but um, it still has a large influence on Spider-Man's backstory, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So do you see, I don't even know how they could go forward with Tom Holland uh, in the role. I'm just so at a loss on how they're going to continue the future without Disney playing some sort of role in it. I initially I had anger yesterday. Then my anger turned to sadness. And now my sadness has turned to anger. <laughs> yes, and now my sadness has turned back into anger this morning. I don't know. Is is the honest answer and and i've thought so much about it between yesterday and today i was like i'm thinking is this real is this hashtag fake news you know yeah i mean honestly the reason and and people that uh follow our our twitter account uh will know that i was probably an hour and a half or two hours late on the news but that was really on purpose because i was in disbelief when it first happened i was like well this can't be what it sounds like um and then I had more time to keep looking into it and keep looking into it. I was like, no, this is this is really yeah. what it sounds like. I just thought that I'm not going to report, like you said, fake news. I'm not going to tweet this out and then have to delete it later, or, you know, um, specify on the, the deal. But no, as of right now, and the reason is for people that don't know, um, Disney. So I think it was Spider-Man when he comes into the, the MCU movies. Um Disney gets basically all of the stake from, I guess, any toys made or merchandising. But when Sony makes a Spider-Man solo film and Disney, Kevin Feige is one of the leading producers on it, they only get a 5% stake. Uh, Disney does. So Sony gets 95% of the box office made and Disney gets 5%. That was the original deal agreed on when they made this this, uh, merger deal. Um, Now, Disney, and they've been in renegotiations, down now Disney wants a 50-50 cut. Go from 5% to 50. Um definitely too high. I mean, in my opinion, for sure. Um, I, I do think though people are underestimating Disney's influence and their leverage on the situation. I got in a long debate last night. I was trying to go to bed at 10:30 like a good boy, and uh probably didn't go to bed till 12:30 or one because of getting in Twitter debates. But um 
I think Disney has more leverage than people are giving them credit for. Do I see Disney as a hero? No, they're both corporations and businesses in the end. Neither one of them are heroes. They're just trying to make money. But um, Disney's influence as far as on, on Far From Home. Far From Home, for instance, is the only Spider-Man movie to ever cross the billion-dollar mark, ever. And it beats it the second place one by like $300 million. Um, I just think we're, we're – most of that is due to coming off of Endgame, which is a, a Disney uh, product, which is also the highest-grossing movie of all time. Uh, so far this year, Disney already has five films that have crossed the billion-dollar mark. Um, I mean, they're the, they're the biggest studio in filmmaking, period, right now. Are they the most creative artistic? No. But as far as their influence, Sony has to know what they were before they made the Disney merger um, with the Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2 and planning out their whole villain cinematic universe and Venom, which all broke like Gwen Stacy's spine. Um, but I just think they have to know that Disney is going to point them in the right direction. And right now, Disney being the, the biggest studio, I say ride the wave, basically. I mean, I guess is what I think that Disney is not going to get 50%, but they're going to get a lot more than 5% if renegotiate, if, if, if Sony agrees to a deal, which I believe, I hope will happen. And I believe will probably happen. I think this is one side and I don't know which side that has released this news and is trying to put pressure on the other. Because you look at Twitter yesterday and, Everybody cared about it. Everybody cared about it. You know, it, it's a when it's a trending topic, or you know, you're just seeing it on your regular timeline, not even our holy flick timeline that we share. But you know, I'm, I'm on my regular Twitter feed, and it's people that I didn't even think about mentioning it or mentioning it. People are talking about it on Facebook. Um, it's a big deal. Uh, it's about like when the mer- when the merger happened, it, it feels like the same thing. Like when they when they got together and Spider Man's coming to the MCU, everybody was talking about it. Just your average Joe, and I, it feels the same way. Yes, um, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's leverage. Someone's using. I think Disney's just trying to make. I, I say make a statement is I guess, I, I guess the best way to put it on how much they should get credit for a Spider-Man success. Um, Spider-Man is all already one of, I mean, before 15, 20 years ago, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, those are like the top three superheroes probably. Um, but they've turned him into an over billion dollar mark. Uh, as I said, beat it by $300 million. Yeah. Um, I just think that Disney's trying to say we deserve a lot more than 5%. Um, I don't. I don't think they even they even believe that they would get the fifty. Um, personally, maybe they did, but I, I and I know they're money hungry and they already have enough money as it is. Um, but still, I mean, when there's more money to be made and they feel like they should, I mean, Kevin Feige was even apparently uh, he secretly produced some of Venom, like he secretly had some influence. They didn't give him cre- like a, a film credit for it, but apparently he was on the set for that. Um, I just don't think we we realize how much Kevin Feige. I mean, I, I keep saying Disney, but it's really Kevin Feige, and that's somebody that I mean, he's probably the 
most trusted producer in Hollywood period right now. Of course, it's only in one genre, but I can't think of a producer that I trust more than Kevin. Yeah. I mean, it's success after success and the storytelling that they do is they keep 22 movies connected the way that they have and to plant seeds throughout them, even if, you know, or to use stuff that you had in another movie that no one even thought about. Yeah. You know, to tie it all in together and, and I don't, yeah, in a way that's like surprising. Um, you know, he is the most trusted and I'd read yesterday during the report that part of Disney's offer was including Venom and their other characters and giving Mm -hmm. them stories. So, I mean, if the rumors were true about Venom showing up in Spider-Man 3, I could see why they would want to do that. Because that puts them at a, in a weird position if Venom is tied in with the next Spider-Man movie and that's tied in with the MCU, but Venom really has nothing to do with the MCU. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like Disney would want some sort of influence on the character. Yeah. I mean... I guess it would just cause confusion, in my opinion, if they didn't do that. Um, and the and the problem to me, and people were saying yesterday about give Sony their credit, I don't really see. Venom made a lot of money. It made uh, not a lot domestically, actually, though. It made a lot worldwide: eight hundred fifty-six million worldwide, two hundred thirteen million domestically, which only beats Amazing Spider-Man two and Spider-Verse. Yeah. That's the only two Spider-Man movies that it actually beats you domestically. Really Worldwide's different. Animate, you know, animated movies. Yeah, but even then, you would think, I don't know, I, I would think animated movies might make more. Um, I mean, Spider-Verse is the worst out of them all, even worse than Amazing Spider-Man 2, and it won an Oscar for Best Animated Film. Uh, we're talking about, people were, were calling this movie their favorite Spider-Man movie ever. And you may think that's crazy because it is animated, but it, it's arguably, it arguably is, and it is 90, 97% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the highest rated Spider-Man movie ever. Like, beats it by five points on Spider-Man 2, which is considered a top five, top ten uh, comic book movie I, I don't disagree time. with you that it's, a, it's one of the best, if not the best, Spider-Man movie, but I, that's a whole other topic, you know, I, I feel like but all I was going to say about it, I guess, was Venom. Venom is a box office sm- like success. Yeah. But uh, critically, it is terrible. It has a twenty nine percent, thirty five uh, meta score, six point seven audience score. Like it wasn't um, successful artistically, creatively, whatever you want to call it. Critically, it was not successful. But Spider Verse has the opposite problem. It didn't make a lot, a lot of money. But it's one of the highest rated movies of all year last year and the highest rated Spider-Man movie. So I guess what I'm trying to say is Sony can't figure it out either way. They can either uh, cut Venom. They, they wanted to shoot it as a rated R, cut it as a PG-13 just to get more money, and it worked. Um, but they lose respect because of it, and it makes the movie worse because of it because they want to make more money. Or Spider-Verse is one of the, the most creative things I've seen this decade, but they can't really make a lot of money. So I guess what I'm trying to say is 
they still need to rely on Disney. Anybody who thinks that Sony now has enough of a track record to move on in the future independently, I just don't agree with that. I think that they aren't as successful even with Disney lately as they, they could be if they win another five, ten years. And let Tom Holland grow up in, this, in the MCU. Let him be like one of the leaders. You know what I mean? The next Tony Stark. I think that's just successful for Sony. Um, what wonder if Tom Holland will come in on this. Probably not. <laughs> uh, no, I actually saw he posted an Instagram post last night, um, and it was nothing but him in a spider car, <laughs> the uh, actual spider. And he said something about like every boy's dream, um, and that was it. So he, even after the news broke, he hasn't spoken about it. <laughs> there was a good uh, – I saw a good gif yesterday somebody used when it was like Tom Holland once he realizes he's leaving the MCU to go partner with a uh, uh, Tom Hardy in the next uh, Spider-Man movie. And it was saying, please, Mr. Stark, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which I'm going to guess is how, how he did react. Um, I feel like he was on a, uh, at the peak when, he, when he's realizing he's growing up into the MCU and this is his future. And I just think he uh, uh, was very optimistic about his future as Spider-Man. And now it's very questionable and very confusing on what his future is. We've talked about it before many times, how Tony Stark is kind of like the Uncle Ben. I mean, Uncle Ben happened before we even met Spider-Man, but to us and to his story arc, it is his uncle Ben and it is a huge influence. So how they'll move on and never really mention that again, or only mention it once, or if the MCU will say, you know, Spider-Man died or he went to an alternate universe. Like it it just makes things so complicated. I honestly feel like they almost have to start fresh again, which would also be ridiculous. Like either it's just such a, a messy situation. I don't know if they'd necessarily have to start fresh, but if they didn't, it would. I guess they would. I just think no no matter what direction they take, it will be messy. If they decide not to, if they decide to and make the fourth Spider-Man remake in the past 20 years, um, no matter what they do, it just feels like, the more I, I, I talk about it, and that's why I feel like Disney does have the leverage in this situation. They don't need Spider-Man. I mean, Black Panther was the first uh, the first movie of its name and for the character. Um, he was only introduced in Civil War once before then, and it was a huge success. Uh, Captain Marvel, the same way, passing a billion dollars. They don't need... Spider-Man could play a huge part in the future of the MCU, and I hate to see him go. I really... I mean... <laughs> I more than hate it, but I don't feel like Disney's going to be crying over their losses over this too much. I really don't. I mean, they're making Toy Story 4, which is passing a billion dollars. They still got Star Wars coming out this year. Um, I don't, I'm not a fan of Disney owning everything and I hate that it's becoming monopolized, but could we see where Sony releases a Spider-Man movie, say in the next two years and it's not, not, in the MCU or MCU, but it could still possibly be, you know, and then down the road they can Disney can come back and and rehash the deal. Yeah. And, and I could see something like that, them just focusing very much on a solo story like Craven the Hunter, if they just did like the whole story was the hunt 
and they really didn't, you know, tie it in with much that could, that could work tying venom with it. You know, don't mention anything about the MCU. That's a, that's a good idea. Sony hire me. (laughs) That's gotta be like their only uh, true option is to prove themselves on their own. Um, but even then, I'm sure uh, Sony gets a stake in the merchandising and toys and all that sort of thing, which is actually makes more money than the movies do most of the time. Um, so I just think Spider-Man being in more films, like him appearing in Endgame or in Infinity you know, War and Civil War, like that's got to be good for Sony, the fact that he can be in more movies. They can't produce enough movies with Spider-Man on their own. It's got to be. At least like the, the who loses is the fans. The people that go and see these movies and that make them billion dollar successes. That's who loses, even though we'll still go see them. Yeah. You know, it's Spider Man is a big part of the Fantastic Four, which is, you know, coming to the MCU for sure. I would love to see. Spider-Man or Tom Holland Spider-Man in as a member of the Fantastic Four, you know, eventually. And uh, like in the future Foundation suit and the Bagman suit that are in um, Spider-Man video game. Yeah. PS4. So, you know, that's what Spider-Man and really all superheroes in general, I love the, the suits. I've always been a huge fan of multiple costumes. I love that about Far From Home. So all the crossovers uh, is what I'll miss and interactions with other characters like Spider-Man and Infinity War uh, meeting Doctor Strange. We're not going to see something like that again, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or him riding a Thor's hammer. In, uh, in yeah, the- absolutely. So <laughs> That sort of stuff, or I mean, honestly, the way he, that he was introduced in Civil War was even in the trailer was uh, Captain America Shield, yeah. <laughs> and that was one of the coolest parts. I mean, when you think about it, it is the the crossovers, the Iron Spider suit. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he has so much influence from other characters. I um, mean, even just thinking about it now, both of his villains so far, which have both been great, were both both of their storylines were directly influenced by Tony Stark, Vulture and Mysterio both. And uh, Mysterio especially, I mean, they go on length about it and him want to be Avenger and show him, I mean, all that sort of thing. They're using Tony Stark's technology. Um, he's just so greatly influenced from the MCU. Um, it feels weird in the future that they wouldn't be able to do those crossovers or like you said, expand it into mm-hmm. other characters. Um, they'd have to kind of keep it, I guess, just him and Venom. Um, uh, maybe they want to do their Sinister Six movie again now. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, I know that that was what they planned to do. Uh, Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man 2. You know, that how the hell so. did Sony get the right to Spider-Man in every Spider-Man build? And do how what? did Sony get all of Spider-Man and every single villain that he has? Like, oh, yeah. Like, Disney has His no leverage on that. Like they don't have yeah. any Spider-Man villains. Vulture was the only one. Well, I guess not. I guess they don't even have Vulture. I guess that was part of it. No, I wouldn't think so. And they basically kept both of them for the future. Um, you know, they're 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 uh, even hinting at a Sinister Six in the future with them. 
uh, still haven't met Norman Osborn or anything like that, or Doc Ock, but if they're going to bring those characters back for the future in a Sinister Six, uh, again, you just can't mention the MCU, I guess. I mean, that's the real story here, is that Sony didn't retain Tom Holland. They retained Michael Keaton. Sony (laughs) Sony has kept the rights to Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Keaton. So, yeah, that's what everyone makes <laughs> and again, I don't think that they get those actors without it being in the MCU or being such a, a bigger film, I guess. Um, I keep going back to it needs to be in the MCU because I think it does. But um, And even the way Sony is kind of tiptoeing around the news makes me feel like they really don't want this uh, to happen. And well, here's, a, here's a good quote that I guess will kind of clarify if they're going to be talking about the MCU in the future, or if they're continuing Tom Holland's storyline the same way, it says, um, Kevin is terrific and we're grateful for his help and guidance and appreciate Kevin Feige and appreciate the path that he has helped put us on, which we will continue. I mean, which we will continue makes it sound like we are continuing on this storyline that we've been going on. Um, I don't know. It just makes it sound like they really love Kevin Feige. They hate that they asked for a 50-50 deal, but I think Sony really wants to make a deal. I mean, not, not that Disney doesn't either, but I, I just I think that they'll settle for a 30%, a 70-30 deal if, they, if need be. Uh, I just think Disney wants a lot more than the 5% that they got on the one point, almost $1 billion uh, Far From Home movie. Yeah. I mean, you can't say that it it, it only crossed a billion dollars because it came off of Endgame and because of its ties to the MCU. No other Spider-Man movie ever has gotten that close to passing a billion dollars and it did it. And that was wise because the first movie came off the uh, of Endgame and it starts the new phase uh, for Marvel yeah. for the MCU. I mean, it, only because it played such a large role was it that successful. Oh, agreed, 100%. So I think I just think people are underestimating um, Disney's influence and leverage on the situation. Um, uh, Disney knows obviously what they're doing, and Sony does not as much. Um, I mean, making Men in Black International or talking about a Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street crossover. Like I think they're grasping at straws to try to become a a bigger studio, one of the studio heads. But um, I just think they need to rely on Disney for the next 10 years and then try to go off of it. I I think it's way too soon. We're not even, are we five years removed from Amazing Spider-Man 2? I think it was 2014. Actually, don't look it up. Uh, Yeah, that would be. No, it was 2012. Or no, no, no. That first one, 2012. Second one was 2014. So we're only five years uh, from when when they were basically a complete mess, a complete failure, begging, I mean, begging for bankruptcy almost, um, and made the deal. So we're, it's not like they're that, um, that evolved from that last time. Yeah. We're not far. And Disney hasn't lost. We're not far away from that. Again, where Disney comes to save the day. Yeah. And that, I like your idea a lot though, about, um, Sony needs to prove themselves that they can do it on their own and kind of make Disney <laughs> kind of make your ex jealous and make them want to come back and go, okay, let's make a let's do renegotiations again. You guys have proven yourselves. Yeah, I mean, uh, they I can if Sony can pop one out in the next, I don't know, year, two years, two to three yeah. years. 
Um, and Venom comes out next year, uh, 2020. Uh, I mean, that's when it's the release date set. Um, Andy Circus directing. So maybe if they do that and a Spider-Man 3 both. Um, so how do we act? That would be enough. Do we just act like Spider-Man isn't part of the MCU anymore? I mean, that's that's my biggest takeaway is what do I do now when we I start watching MCU movies again next year and, you know, I'm really sad that Tom Holland's <laughs> not there. Yeah, what, re-watching the movies or even I wonder how this changes Disney's plans. Like, were they going to uh, mention Spider-Man and other, I mean, I'm sure not in the Black Widow film, but, you know, they have a lot of, we talked about how many projects they have coming out by like the beginning of 2021. 20, so uh, I wonder how this shifts their plan, not dr- probably dramatically, but um, I don't know if Spider-Man was ever going to make an appearance or even be mentioned or, or whatever. Well, in a lot of, uh, in a lot of the movies that they have um, slated, you know, you don't really see any for Spider-Man to come into. Yeah, I mean, I guess to me, like the what is it, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Multiverse of Madness, like something like that, you could show a different version of Spider-Man in another universe. Or um, I don't, I get what you're saying. Yeah, most of them they don't really do that. But um, I guess coming the latest one that comes to mind, even in Far From Home, when they're like, "What about Thor? Off World, Captain Marvel, like all that sort of thing." Like just just very very slight references. Uh, nothing, like I said, too dramatically to shift their whole plans or anything, probably. But Spider-Man, uh, high school. <laughs> what about that Spidey kid? Uh, I I just don't. Um, I just think that this this changes Sony's future very drastically, and uh, for for Disney, they don't really have. They're not going to be shedding too many tears. No, just the, just me. Just yeah, just us. Like you said, the fans are the ones losing. But if if Sony, if Sony does go, let's say Sony does go independent and they don't ever make another deal, um, but now they finally get their Spider-Man cinematic universe that they've been uh, wanting to do for the past decade, uh, and it could be successful, and there could be a lot of spinoffs on that too. So maybe we get more um, films, more comic book films because of it. Uh, so maybe. The fans could win in the end. Uh, they could show Disney, you know, prove them wrong and um, kind of show them who's boss and that everybody doesn't need Disney. You know, I was, I was seeing people saying that Sony's kind of making a stand to Disney, saying they don't, they're not going to be dominated by them, which is somewhat true. But at the same time, um, I don't know. I think they need – I do think they need Disney. Uh, Fox, I was cool with uh, being, being bought by Disney because I think Fantastic Four and X-Men, I love to see all that together. But stuff like Star Wars, I think um, it, it would benefit if it was more independent. It would benefit the fans, is I guess what I'm saying. The more the more different studios that are making movies, uh, the more fans will will benefit. How much do you think it would take Disney to actually buy Spider Man, or do you think they would even sell him? That's a good question. I mean. I think it would depend on, as you've mentioned, uh, do all the villains come with that? Does Venom come with that? Um, I'm not sure. I don't even know. The merger was like $2 billion, I think, or something along those lines. 
Yeah, I think it'd have to be like a five billion dollar deal, but I just don't think. I mean, Sony hell, would they do just that. made that this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, they made even more than that, um, considering yeah, five movies over a billion and Avengers Endgame being the highest grossing movie of all time, but almost uh, 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 not profit. But anyways, yeah. um, I, I think Sony, as we're we're kind of painting the picture, Disney is not desperate, and Sony is desperate. Um, so they, I think either way, I think he's just priceless to them right now because he could be, he could be the future of Sony pictures for the next, uh, uh, 10 years. So I think they need, they really need Spider-Man. They have to have some sort of stake. I don't think they would just outright sell him away unless it was a ridiculous price tag, I guess, that would, that would save their future of the studio. Or they just sold Sony pictures. <laughs> yeah, I guess like 20th Century Fox sold themselves away, but um, I don't know. I think they're desperate to keep Spider Man, so I just don't see them selling him and all the villains and everything outright. Probably not. Uh, would, which that would be wild. That would really turn Disney into a monopoly. <laughs> um, as if they're not already. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, Disney's influence on comic book films is understated. Uh, they basically caused the cinematic universe trend. They they got Johnny Depp, Javier Bardem, and Tom Cruise, and somebody else, and I'm not even thinking, all to try to start a horror uh, universe, like with The Mummy, The Invisible yeah. Man. Oh, Russell Crowe, that's who it was. Um, him playing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, Godzilla and King Kong having a cinematic <laughs> universe. He's like, one's popping into my head. But uh, cinematic universes have become the thing since the Avengers. Like nobody thought that was really uh, a realistic possibility. And Disney has changed the entire landscape of filmmaking of film in general and comic book, especially. Um, I don't know. I just think um, Sony, Sony would benefit by trusting in their influence right now. I mean, they're they're Disney's at their peak possibly of all time at the moment in their bag, probably of all time. They're in their pack. Uh, they're in their pocket. I, I, I don't know. And I think um, I think Sony would be smart. A 50-50 deal? No, that's not smart. Disney does not deserve 50% of the box office on the, the, the solo films. But they do deserve a lot more than 5%, in my opinion. At least like a 25% deal would sound reasonable. Yeah. Um, I mean, they turned... What did Sony do with their Spider-Man movies? They they took a hero, as I said earlier, who was already like a top three known superhero, period, and made money off of them. Disney made Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America into every kid's – it made it into a household name and kids' favorite – or everybody's favorite superheroes, just period. I mean, people's favorite superheroes now are uh, Iron Man and Captain America. That That wasn't a thing 15 years ago. 15 years ago, Spider-Man was a huge thing. Disney has done all of this against all odds. Uh, they made Thanos, as we've talked about before, into the Darth Vader of the 21st century. Yes. And that's, that's just in the past year and a half. That's not even, you know, that's really when he really blew up. They've been building towards him for a long time. That's true. But uh, he wasn't in the pop culture until the past year and a half, two years. And they've made him into one of the biggest villains of all time. I just think that Sony has to make a deal. <laughs> Sony has to make a deal. And all the people telling me that Sony has the leverage here, Disney doesn't have the cards. 
I just don't I don't understand that. Really. That's where I, I'm I think it's honestly I, I don't know who has the cards. I feel like it's like still back and forth and like we're still in like this negotiation process. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like does St- Sony want to stick it to him and say no you can't have it just because you know like you, yeah. sh- you showed us what to do and now we're just going to go do it. Yeah, I mean, I could, it could work, but I think uh, people trying to copy Marvel. Um, let's take a look at uh, Warner Brothers yeah. <laughs> and how that went for them. Too so. soon. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I would love for Sony to stick it to them and do their own thing successfully, but I just think, however much success that they could get on their own, it still would not amount to half of what they would do if they could put Spider-Man into Avengers five or uh, cross him over in other MCU movies or whatever. I just think it's better. It's better for them if they stay with Disney, no matter what they do, even if they did do a great job with the future movies. Um, I'm, I'm down in the Holy flick room of my house and <laughs> on the wall, I'm looking at a, a, a photo that my loved one got me. Which yeah. is, no, well, not your, I know you're loved. <laughs> you got I'm old. looking at this photo and, and pictured in it is the Avengers. I'm looking at Black Widow, Thor, Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, and the sixth member in this picture, Spider Man. Are you going to get some like white out or something? Yes, pretty much. It's a, it's the orig- it's like the comic book versions of them, but you know, it's still fitting. Uh, and I guess I'm just gonna have to X out the well, I should just mark out the ones that are dead, you know. If I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's dark. Just do Thor and X out Black Widow, X out Hulk, X out Iron Man. Well, Hulk's not dead. Well Hulk, I'll yeah, just Hulk's draw dead. like a black arm on him. And um <laughs> Oh my Patrick god! Soon be dead. I think he probably already is. We don't even know. And uh, Iron Man, you're gone. It's just you, Spider Man, and Thor. You were the only thing holding the MCU together. And that was something I thought about yesterday. Maybe Sony thinks that with Iron Man. Captain America being on winter, their two biggest hitters that they're maybe Disney's a little bit more desperate than we think. Because I guess they don't have, I, I think we talked about this once. It's like, who's going to, everyone was talking, who's going to be the leaders? Who's going to be the leaders? And everybody keeps and saying Spider Man. The whole Far From Home was based on Spider Man being the leader. But we even said he's too young right now. Like, he, he could grow up into the leader. And that's, I mean, that's obviously what they were trying to move towards. You could see that in Far From Home about him becoming the next Tony Stark. Um, that's That, to me, is a problem that comes back if Disney doesn't have Spider-Man. But um, as we mentioned, Black Panther and how much success he had on his first film. Um, and being nominated for Best Picture as well, you can't understate that. And Captain Marvel in the same way. Um, Thor is still a huge uh, uh, name for comic books and him crossing over with the Guardians of the Galaxy. 
you know, they also turned the Guardians of the Galaxy into a household name where nobody even knew what their story was at all. Um, I think that it does make things, I don't know, harder for Disney as far as the leading role or who's going to grow into the leader, the main leader of the Avengers. That becomes a problem, an issue again. But um, I don't know. I think I think Disney is fine with all their characters, and they've proven they can turn char- they, they can turn characters you've never heard of into your favorite superhero. Um, I just don't think they need Spider Man in that sense. Like they're not really desperate for. They'll figure it out. They'll figure some something out to make a new leader. Um, if Blade is the new leader, I hope not. <laughs> But um, I don't know. I just I just think that with Disney's past track record of the if we're just comparing the last 10 years to the last 10 years, Disney is in no way desperate at all. Um, They're good. They're the number one studio. And that's not because of Spider-Man, you know, maybe a small portion, but mostly just due to their own success. Um, Whereas Sony uh, almost bankrupt just five years ago. That's just five years ago, which is wild to think about. Um, a lot has happened since then, but uh, I just don't see a scenario where Disney is like foaming at the mouth to try to make a deal or, you know, a deal that they don't want, I guess. Well, they certainly don't uh, have to make If the 50 50 deal goes through. Yeah, or just period in the next coming years. Maybe they would want Spider Man back five years from now if Sony did really well, but even then, I don't think that they would spend anything outrageous uh, to get him back. Or, or anything. I think they're just good. They have their plan and they're kind of sticking to it. They don't need Spider-Man. Sony does need Spider-Man. <laughs> if the 50-50 deal goes through now, I will be blown away. And I'll say that's that's too much. But um, I don't know. The fact that Kevin Feige and, and, and Disney only get 5% is also far too low in my opinion. I know that's what they agreed on originally, but now in the new situation of far from home crossing the billion dollar mark, I feel like renegotiations are par for the course right now. And it's not crazy for Disney to be asking for a lot more than 5% after what they've done for Spider-Man in the past five years. Um, What is a good percentage? What do you think? Like 30, I guess. I said, I said 25 or 30, 25 or 30 to me is a reasonable for both sides. Um, Making five to six times more than you were before. Uh, I guess if you make 30%, you're on, or even like if it was 33%, if you're making a third of a billion dollars, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good deal. Pretty sweet yeah. deal. Um, I mean, cause let me, I'm going to do real quick math here on the podcast. We don't do much math, math. on the podcast, but um, 1.1 times 0.5. So that would be, that would be Marvel making or Disney making um it looks like $50 million. Yeah, 5% of a billion would be $50 million. Yeah, that's right. Um, so they made $50 million and they go from $50 million to, you know, three hundred. million. That's the equivalent of having like a $50 bill in your pocket to us, you know, for <laughs> Disney. So, yeah. I, I just, um, yeah, I think 25 or 30 would be uh, reasonable both ways. 50. A 50-50 deal is obviously far too much, especially since that's all Sony uh, really has when it comes to the comic book. I mean, not all. I mean, Venom, I guess they make all the money off that, I'm assuming. But um, 
it would be crazy for them to give up 50% of Spider-Man in, in their own movies. Like when, when, when Sony comes up first at the beginning of the film and them to give 50% of that, that uh, profit away, yeah, it wouldn't be worth it to them. No, absolutely. Um, unless Disney's also pitching in 50% of the budget. <laughs> you know, that's what I would say. I can't. Disney would have to also uh, fund the movies as well. Do they not now? Uh, maybe maybe 5%. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know how that works when Sony, when Disney, I don't think they got a production credit on Far From Home. Huh. Uh, maybe at the end or something. I, that's a, that's where I guess it gets into the deep, and I need to um, to research on that. All the deals, even like I said, the merchandising. How does that work? Does Sony get any of the Spider-Man toys when it comes out for Infinity War or Endgame? Like um, that's where most of the money is made, even more than box office money. So I'm just wondering all the all those little details. How does that work between them? Um, it's a deal that's been made for five years, and I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many Spider-Man toys do you buy, Kenny? Uh, many. None. I mean, I, I don't buy anything. Oh, my bad. I, you buy the suits. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, Canon and well, spandex. I, yeah. I buy the, the pop toys. I don't even buy the pop toys, I guess. I have one. Spider-Man pop, I think. <laughs> I mean, I used to have Spider-Man. When I was a kid, I had like a Spider-Man alarm clock. Um, web I think I had one Spider-Man action figure. I did have a web shooter. I think that was like in preschool or kindergarten or something. But um, I don't have a, I'm not a big toy buyer nowadays. No. Well, I'll take it back please. Adult toys, yeah. Sex toys uh, is a whole other <laughs> oh topic. Thank you. Oh, I, I think that's a good ending note. Then <laughs> that is a very a good very ending. good ending note. Well, <laughs> uh, and I'm being kicked out of my studio too, so I need to I need to uh, leave anyway. All uh, right. Well, nice it, little cozy space. It was good to get back in the swing of things, and there's not a lot going on right now, but I look forward to doing it again. And until next time, we'll see you at the movies.